yet again an episode of bits over broadway we're back baby back <laughs> back 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 again bits over broadway's back all right <laughs> <laughs> all right um okay so any biz connor no, none, you know. <laughs> We're just sitting here living, As, laughing, living, loving, laughing. Uh, you gotta live, laugh, love. Um, <laughs> As the Goo Goo Dolls once sang, Broadway is dark tonight, so no showbiz biz, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> is that really a Goo Goo Dolls lyric? Broadway is dark tonight? Yeah. Yeah, that's the whole song. Connor, what was your what did you listen to as a child? Like, um, okay, so how so I, was... I feel a large portion of your music knowledge is missing. <laughs> this is how Mitch feels about me every day of his life. Um, so I, when I was a kid, I would mostly listen to Disney soundtracks, okay, and then that's. As I got older and, like, more into, like, elementary school and middle school, I would only listen to whatever music my sisters were listening to. So that was Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and Britney Spears. Can't um, believe it wasn't the Goo Goo Dolls. And then when I got into middle school and I kind of, like, started forming myself as a person, I just listened to punk music. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, the Goo Goo Dolls uh, slap. Okay. Um, And give me just a second. Doesn't it's not ringing a bell? <laughs> oh, I heard this on the radio. <laughs> I like never sought oh, it out. The radio. <laughs> oh, you know that thing that cars have. I heard this on the way home from the pool in the car radio. <laughs> I know what this song is. <laughs> the car radio. Yeah, no. That's, like, one of those that, like, I never actually, like, listened to it. Uh, It was never something that I sought out. But it was always playing during, like, at some point in the early 2000s or late 90s. Uh I feel like this is Duncan Sheik all over again. It absolutely (laughs) is Duncan Sheik all over again. Wait until I write my Goo Goo Dolls jukebox musical and you'll see. You'll all see. Honestly, I will see that. Yes, you will. <laughs> I will support it. Thank you so much. Okay. You're welcome. I'm here to support your dreams. <laughs> and I appreciate that. Uh, courtesy of moi, this is another in our series of uh, quarantine deep cuts. Yep. Um, where we are picking musicals that no one would pick. Uh <laughs> And this week we've picked Bombay Dreams. Bombay Dreams. Which... which... No, go ahead, Connor. (laughs) No, I was going to say that you brought it up as a joke at one point in an earlier episode. And then we were just like, why not, baby? Why not? Because who is actually going to choose it? Um, For the record, I did own this compact disc. Oh, my gosh. And I, re-listening to it today, realized that I... Do remember most of the words. So. Oh my god! <laughs> I really loved it, and I saw the show, so um, oh good, I'm excited it, to get back into it. 
I'm very happy that you have seen the show because <laughs> I, readers, I got to tell you, the information for this show basically doesn't exist. <laughs> the entire time I was doing research, I was the I've been working on a plot synopsis that is literally one paragraph long. <laughs> I do want to say though that um, per Wikipedia, this the North America tour was in 2006, which was 14 years ago. So <laughs> let's keep that in mind. Oh, um, no. with how long it's been since i've seen the show of course okay okay like i was <laughs> sorry 14 i was i was 14 when i saw the show oh my so, again let's let's keep that in perspective okay All we right. will we will remember that <laughs> connor hit us with some facts and figs facts and figs <laughs> uh bombay dreams has music by A.R. Rahman, lyrics by Don Black, with the book by Mira Sile and Thomas Meehan. It was produced by none other than Lord... Lord? Andrew Lord. Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> Thank you so much for the honorific. You're very welcome. <laughs> um, all of our readers know that we only use the honorific. Um, in this household. The production history, um, it opened on the West End in June 2002 and had a two-year-long stint in the West End, um, so it closed in June 2004. And then, uh, before it closed, it actually transferred to Broadway in April 2004 and ran until January 2005 for a total of 284 performances. It was nominated for Tony's. Uh, it had three nominations um, and zero wins, including costume design, choreography, and orchestration. And it was also nominated for a Drama Desk Award um, for four nominations and zero wins, including choreography, orchestration, set, and costume design. Um, and just a quick synopsis, which is basically the only synopsis I could find. The story centers around Akash, a young man from the slums of Bombay, who dreams of becoming the next big star in Bollywood. Fate steps in when a rich lawyer and his fiance, an, insp- an aspiring documentary filmmaker, arrive to prevent the demolition of Akash's slum. Yes. Uh, I want to point out that A.R. Rahman also wrote the... Uh, Academy Award winning song. Uh, he wrote the score for Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah, Slumdog Millionaire. Um, and I believe Jai Ho was the one that won for best original song. I think that is correct. Not mistaken. Um, and he's incredibly popular in India mm. as a, mm-hmm. a musician. I actually, so we, when we were talking um, and when we were choosing this musical, um, I asked you, I was like, why do I know the name A.R. Rahman? And you said it was Slumdog Millionaire. And I was like, oh yeah, that must be it. It wasn't. It wasn't? What was it? It wasn't. The only, I, as we were listening to the musical, I was like thinking, I was like, why does this remind me so much of the Lord of the Rings musical that I saw in London? What? I'm not even kidding. This is this is the thing that exists. It's a musical that only ever aired in London or performed in London and Toronto. It's bad, but also I loved it. Um, and I was looking up, like as I was listening to the to Bombay Dreams, I was like, this music just reminds me so much of this musical. Like, it why do I feel this? Is it like the sweeping orchestration? Is it like the kind of like, um 
like echoey like music effects that they put on the score and then i looked it up and a.r Rahman wrote the music for the lord of the rings musical and that's why i knew his name (laughs) 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 that was why i knew his name and i was like oh it all makes so much sense that's why this musical reminds me so much of this terrible lord of the rings musical i saw in london (laughs) wow heinous i love it yeah Uh, it was um, everything unbelievable um, it is a Bollywood themed musical. Yeah. Um, it's all about a guy who wants to become a famous Bollywood star. Absolutely. And it's um it's really interesting. I I really liked the music of the show. Yeah. Um I think that's it's really that's pretty much all there is. There's yeah. like zero Basically. story that's that you're <laughs> able to follow. It's pretty much just the music. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Um I I, it, I just think it's really cool because um one of the cool things about Broadway is that like you can put mus- different musical styles on there and like make it in the Broadway idiom and yes. it was it's just really cool to hear like Bollywood music um in yeah. like a Broadway setting. I loved it. One day I will get my Yeah, so the 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 entire plot basically focuses on Akash, who is dreaming um, of getting out of the slums, um, somewhere that's greening himself, uh, <laughs> into, greening himself. <laughs> into being a Bollywood star. Um, and the uh, lawyer's fiance uh, is the daughter of a famous Bollywood director and helps him sort of like become a bollywood star right and it's sort of like a cinder almost like a cinderella story it looks like i was reading a variety um review of it which by the way most people did not like this musical (laughs) (laughs) interesting because it was like a a smash hit in india i think yeah in london London, it actually i was reading the um about like all the changes that it made between like the west end and broadway and apparently it was very popular in london but not so popular in broadway i Uh, imagine yeah and but apparently he like uh becomes he cinderella stories himself and then he like when he becomes famous he just completely forgets about his like his background and like it's like hmm, i made it and i pulled myself up by my bootstraps so yeah. you guys can too middle birds up y'all birds exactly up. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i'd love to get my doctorate uh by writing a thesis on a meditation on Andrew Lloyd's Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber's relationship with fame. <laughs> I feel like it's a recurring theme in that. all of his musicals. Like, <laughs> anything he's tangentially uh, associated with. Who's going to be the most famous cat? Oh, correct. Jesus, his whole thing was like being famous in Jerusalem. Right. In Jesus Christ Superstar, not like of course. biblically. <laughs> I'm just saying there's a th- Sunset Boulevard's all about faded fame and reclaiming fame. That's true. I'm just saying there's a theme here. There is. And it's and because th- the world's ugliest man dreamt of nothing but fame. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Angelo Lloyd Webber, the world's ugliest man. It's, listen, he's it's tough. It's a tough look for him. I mean, there's a reason he's a composer and not an actor. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> He's got a face for the radio. (laughs) The car radio. (laughs) The car radio, exactly. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, let's just kind of, we've pretty much covered the entirety of plot. On yeah, I was, uh, in that, in that, uh, New York Times article I was telling you about, it seems like, um, the, even though the show was popular with, like, fans, it really wasn't popular with critics in the, the West End, which is why they, re, um, they like, revamped the entire score and plot when it transferred to Broadway, mm-hmm. which is, I always think it's really interesting um, when show, that happens to shows and, like, why it happens. Yeah. Apparently, the, um, the first writer that I mentioned, Mira Sile, is a, um, uh, an Indian comedian. Okay. So the Bombay Dreams for the London show was a little bit more satirical. It was a little bit more funny and made very specific jokes that um, people in London would get uh. because they have the the relationship with the British Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they brought in the... Uh, man thomas Meehan, who worked on like the producers and hairspray and annie and he was kind of he's kind of like a broadway script doctor um and he completely rewrote the show to like take out a lot of those like british indianisms and um try to make it more focused and get rid of a lot of the side plots um i'm doing my best to recall even just a <laughs> joke um i remember it, i remember liking it when yeah we went and saw it in St. Louis, and I thought it was really beautiful. It was beautiful to look at, um, really different uh, musically. Had absolutely never heard music like that in my life. Yeah. Um. So that was interesting, and it had a really big finale. I feel like it was. What was? The, which one's the finale number? Is it? I the... think it's the wedding. I think it's wedding Kavali. I, I don't I know how to say. say it. Um, and I think Bombay sleeps is the uh, bows, like going into bows. Um, Got it. For some reason, I remember huge like r- confetti cannons. <laughs> that could be <laughs> any show. I um, watched. I was able to find a video performance of Shakalaka Baby. Yeah. Um. Which was really awesome. It was amazing. It's like very Bollywood. Um, mm-hmm. They have like the costumes and everything. Even um, a water feature. And a water feature. When I was watching that, I was literally like thinking, I was like, no, Carrie, they're going to get the mics wet. Don't do that. <laughs> but apparently, we've come so far. This was 20 years so later. <laughs> but apparently, um, Shakalaka Baby is um, one of the few numbers that's actually lip synced. Lip synced, yeah. Um, which I thought was really interesting because that is apparently I was reading it's a, uh, that's a staple in Bollywood movies where the um, the actors don't sing their own songs. Right. Yeah. I think you have like famous Bollywood singers and then you have uh, Bollywood actors, I think. Interesting. Um, I could be wrong. Someone somewhere is screaming at me that I'm absolutely <laughs> right. false. Uh I've only seen one Bollywood film in my life. Okay. Uh, it was called Lagan. And we saw it, I saw it in college for a film musicals class. And the thing, I, I remember enjoying it, but the thing that I remembered most was that there was, famously, most Bollywood movies are very, very long. Like, yeah. three hours is a pretty normal length for a Bollywood oh, film. Oh, God. And, um, I could never. <laughs> And I remember that there was 
a an entire cricket match. Like the town learns to play cricket and then they show a cricket match like almost in its entirety. <laughs> There's like a 30 minute scene no. of them playing cricket. It's got nothing to do. It was so wild. Like I don't think we needed every single part of this <laughs> some edits could be made there could, let's just give it another pass through oh um, no but yeah i could imagine that they would need to the dancing is so intense um oh yeah we're talking absolutely. like beyonce level ability to sing and do those dance moves yeah like they were like going hard and i was like okay so let's go off go <laughs> work off. all right <laughs> Loves she is earning that paycheck, let me That's say. <laughs> yeah, Shakalaka Baby's funny is fun. Um, but a lot of the songs are like that where it's very repetitive. It's yeah, the same lyrics kind of over and over and over again. Let's the story is definitely the <laughs> yeah, the story's definitely told through uh the staging and the, the book. Yeah, the and I was reading that, that that seems to be also a holdover from like the Bollywood aspect of it where in Bollywood um, the songs don't necessarily move the plot along like you would expect from a like a right. like a traditional Broadway musical um, so that was something that Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber also held on yeah. to in the London production and they kind of had to like retool that for mm-hmm. Broadway um, and the the cast recording I should we should mention that exists is the London cast recording. Yes, correct. Um, so that's why, like, you, we still have that London artifact, even though everything that, like, we, the reviews that we've read have been based on the Broadway show. Um, speaking of the lyrics, <laughs> yeah. Don Black is Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber's collaborator. Mm-hmm. They work together a lot. Um, he worked on the lyrics for Sunset Boulevard. And <laughs> I just got to say, even though they're playing in the Bollywood ideal, uh, it is absolutely clear that this is a Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber show. <laughs> the lyrics are so simple and so easy to understand. Hateful and rude. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just not lyrically. Co- his shows are not lyrically complex. And an attack on my family is what you're doing to me right now. <laughs> I literally just like, you can just feel his fingerprints all over yeah, the show. Sure. Uh, don't release me is probably like <laughs> <laughs> the epitome of this. Uh, I would agree. Yeah. I hope it'll be bigger than Star Wars or Spider-Man. Oh, my God. Uh, it's it's truly wild. Um, I'm trying to think. They're, the lyrics, what lyrics there are are just so um what's the word i'm looking for scant (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's very true there's really not much and they're so repetitive it's it's like you said it's mostly just you're just just bebopped along just listening to music it doesn't feel like a musical yeah i'll be honest i i when i was listening to the cast recording i was like this it, I, I agree. It doesn't really like fully feel like I was listening to a cast album, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I still liked it. It was really fun and enjoyable to listen to. Yeah. 
Uh, just looking now, Lagan was released in 2001. So clearly I'm up to date on my Bollywood. Hey, there you go. <laughs> oh my God. Somehow. Did you guys watch that? that? That was the musical theater. Perf- that wasn't the performance class that we did. No, this was not, this was not with Jim. Um, oh. This was a film teacher. This was a film oh. class. <laughs> Wow. So we watched, we watched like, um, I was going to say, because I'm like, I do not rain. think that our musical theater professor would ever. Jim Miller has never heard of Bollywood. <laughs> he doesn't know what Bollywood is. He thinks it's a funny a way to say film. Hollywood. <laughs> like when you're doing a bit right. and you say the word wrong. <laughs> That's what Jim Miller thinks. Right. About it's Bollywood. like when my, when, uh, our friends and I used to put unnecessary bees into words like Netflix instead yeah. of saying Netflix. <laughs> Yeah, we did that uh, for Fiji. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, it doesn't make sense, but it is uh, funny at the yeah. time. Um, no, it was a it was a it was a film class, like through the film school. Got it. Um, we watched movie musicals, so we watched Singing in the Rain. Ugh, we love. watched um, Moulin Rouge. Uh, obviously, there we watched a movie like every week, but those yeah, were the ones that course. I really remember it was it was super interesting she was clear my teacher was clearly a fan of musicals in general but it was nice to like watch through film musicals on film versus musicals on a stage are very different and the way that Um, which i think the way that they've like been and now we're talking about nothing to do with the show but i love this uh we're Mm -hmm. i i think it's really interesting the way to like see the like um, from like you mentioned singing in the rain to like the movie musicals of today, like La La Land, or like that mm-hmm. the way that they're shot and like produced now, For sure. like the transformation. Um, I think that's really interesting. Yeah. And I think to bring it back, I think Bollywood on film versus Bollywood on stage is also hard to, um, there is just very different. I don't, I won't say it's hard to translate because I, I honestly don't know enough, um, but I will say that Bollywood is on such a grand scale. Mm-hmm. It's very like old, um, old film where they would build the massive sets. Oh. What's that movie where they built it and then they flooded it all? It was like in set in Egypt. It's not Cleopatra. What is it? I don't know. Mm, doesn't matter. Um, but they like built a full scale massive like larger than life size and then just demolished it <laughs> like you know how else were you gonna do it? it's not like right. you could draw it in with a the golden age brought of uh movies you know film of movies yeah and i think bollywood films are sh- shot in a similar way Interesting. um they're they're grand in every sense of the word like sure they're epics obviously with a three-hour runtime minimum right with um you know, someone's got to die. Someone's got to avenge a death. Someone's got to fall in love and someone has to like, you know, it, it's a soap opera. It's a year long soap opera arc, but crammed into one movie. And there's always some insane moral. I absolutely um, love that. Love. That, that actually happens. There's like there, we have a moral song in this show. Yes. The journey home yeah, is do. like the moral song. <laughs> just a quick recap of everything and i was uh, like the journey home was the song that like reminded me so much of the lord of the rings musical i know this is the end of act two but we're kind of skipping around here but um no that's fine i as i was listening to it i'm like this 
is literally just wheel of morality, turn, 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 tell us the lesson we should learn. Like, <laughs> <laughs> let's and let's just pull those lyrics up. Please here. do because there's there's I really liked the song. I thought it was really good. Um, yeah, but and oh wow, <laughs> please, yeah. please, please, please go off. <laughs> some selections uh the journey home is never too long some yesterdays always remain i'm going back to where my heart was light when my pillow was a ship i sailed (laughs) through the night sometimes standing still can be the best move you ever make (laughs) the entire moral of the story is sometimes you don't have to leave home Sometimes you don't have to leave your slum. Sometimes you can stay in the slum and that's better. Right? Which is interesting. <laughs> um, it also, so Wikipedia also talks about um, that the story deals with the changing of the name from Bombay to Mumbai. Mm-hmm. Uh, because obviously after the British Empire no longer remained in India, a lot of cities... Uh, changed their names or changed them back. Okay, interesting. So uh, this looks like the changing of Bombay to back to Mumbai or or to Mumbai mm-hmm. happened in the nineties. Is it? I yeah. was I was interested to see like what time period the show took place in. Yeah, well, it's so the renaming of cities per wikipedia started in 1947 got it um and it took a long time obviously uh says the renaming of states and territories in india has also taken place Mm -hmm. um but the substantial name changes um were happening earlier than that i think uh, and with the cities a lot of it's just spelling um yeah. Moving back to a more typical Indian spelling as opposed to a British spelling. And my guess would be the same thing as like Bombay versus Mumbai is just a phonetic misunderstand, like not bothering to get right. it correct. Um, I would be really interested to know how that plays into the show. <laughs> yeah, I would love to hear it in like a song. In a song or maybe see. <laughs> a synopsis of the show that Mm -hmm. um dives a little bit deeper into the plot (laughs) literally anything once again musicals visual medium learning this lesson again (laughs) over and over and over again um it's it is tough because there is so there is so little on the wikipedia it's hard to sometimes it's easy when you can when you get an extensive plot you can slot the songs in makes a little more sense but again like we said these songs aren't really no there's a couple that like fall within like certain tropes of uh musical theater like like an eagle that is very much the wizard and i um oh, that's yeah. the wizard and i moment um <laughs> you are like uh what's one of the other ones that was like easy to kind of understand um love's never easy was I kind of got, but then like one lyric threw me the character who sings it says, We've seen life through men's eyes, so we know what pleases you. And I was like, What? What? Turns out that character's transgender. That character is, yeah. Um, and I think you can, uh, why do I remember that? I don't think <laughs> I'm gonna be honest in 2002, I don't believe they were calling that character transgender. No, I think I was reading in the variety, um, 
review that I read that he's the character is technically a eunuch. Yeah, we've seen life through a we've seen life through men's eyes. Uh yeah, I wish I knew how that slotted in. Again, I saw the show about 14 years ago and I just remember being like, ah, oh, nice. <laughs> wow. Um, and there's not even a bootleg, like there was there's a couple of videos online, I think from the London production. The that was how I was able yeah. to watch like Chocolate Baby and um a couple of the other stuff got in. And it showcased some of the like comedy or like the dialogue of the show. Woof. <laughs> the jokes are bad <laughs> and the dialogue okay. was rough um so i understand why they had to retool it on its way to broadway <laughs> um so yeah uh the this new york times article said that um the show has sort of got panned by west end critics saying that the lyrics were trite um, and that the dialogue would test the patience of Mother Teresa. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. I mean. Yes. And that is evident in some of the uh, some of the dialogue that I was able to glean from the um, the videos that I clips. saw, the like short clips. Was was Ben Brantley reviewing at this time? Did he have any thoughts on this <laughs> I did not see a Ben Brantley review, so. Let's give it a goog. Brantley. Bombay. Dreams. Bombay Dreams. Did he like it? Did he like it? <laughs> Looks like Bombay. Huh? Huh? It doesn't look like he reviewed it. What is this website? Did he like it? Oh, please don't Google. Don't, don't, don't click on that. <laughs> New York Times review of Bombay. Is this Dreams interesting at all? Ben is Bradley. this good content? Please tell us. <laughs> Do you guys like this? <laughs> Holy shit. $14 million musical. Yeah, it was the, the, um, the investment was wild. It was only $7.5 million in London, but it like doubled when they brought it to Broadway. Looks like Ben... Might have liked it. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> I hate to be the bearer of bad it's not that. Well, I mean, like, at least he's... Because uh, I, I liked the music. I would really like to know more about the plot. That's, like, literally the, the only thing that I... The only note that I have, really, is that I wish I had any more context for the show. Um, outside of, like, what I can get from articles and Wikipedia. Connor, I'm screaming. You have to go to this site. DidHeLikeIt.com is your official guide and translator for all the Broadway theater reviews by Ben Brantley, the chief theater critic for New York Times. At DidHeLikeIt.com, you can find out if he liked a show or not with a gl- quick glance of the Ben-O-meter. <laughs> Holy shit. Did I come up with this website? <laughs> I was just going to say, how is this not a bit that we've done? <laughs> Who made this? <laughs> Who took this out of our brains and put Who it on did it. this? I need to, I need answers. We need a forensic <laughs> investigation into who made this website. Connor, there's, there's an, an app. app. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Never I'm again will sorry. I have to know. This is, oh, I love this so I'm much. I'm so happy right now. <laughs> 
Did he like Jagged Little Pill? I'm sorry, we're completely <laughs> far away from Bombay Dreams now, but I need to know. This did not have a long run on Broadway. Opened April 2004 and yeah, closed it was, it was very by the first short. of the year in 2005. A quick run. Oh, this is so funny. What a good bit. Looks like he did yeah, it like it. I'm sorry. Now, this is this is all I care about now. Jesse, <laughs> sorry, Jesse Green yeah. reviewed it. Ben Brantley did not. But I appreciate the dedication. Uh, looks like he was sitting on the fence about Bombay Dreams. <laughs> Amazing. Truly cannot recommend enough didhelikeit.com. The greatest find we ever I'm got. I'm so <laughs> from, happy. <laughs> from this musical. Yeah, it's a, it's a quick episode this week just because it's, it is really hard to... Um, to talk about a show that you really don't about, have much context for. But it looks like with a lot of the, uh, at least for the London production, quite a few of the songs are revised versions of songs that already exist. Oh, interesting. Um, <clears throat> so, for example, Love's Never Easy is a revised version of the song. And I'm not even going to try and say it because I'm certainly going to screw it up. I S H Q B I N A, um, which is from the movie Tall, which is a 1999 Indian Hindi musical romantic drama film. Interesting. <laughs> and another song from a 95 romantic comedy. So I'm wondering if now, now that I see this, cause I didn't notice this on my first pass. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering now if the re- one of the reasons why the lyrics are so, um, simplified and so repetitive is because they're translations. I think so. Okay. Yeah. And I think, again, I think a lot of, I'm sure there's a lot of context we're missing for not knowing where those songs come from. Yeah. And probably how those songs are are deployed. Um, but yeah, I see one, two, three, four, five, six, at least seven songs. Yeah. Uh, in the in the London production that are noted as a revised song, a revised version of them. Um, I just need to point out that the song "Are You Sure You Want to Be Famous?" <laughs> yes, is my personal <laughs> anthem. Um, <laughs> it's constantly playing in my head, and it's just asking. That's real. The entire song is like it's one of the female characters um, is asking Akash, basically, like, "Are you sure you want to be famous? Like, you have to do all of these things. It's hard. You have to like look amazing and have a good personality, and like you're always going to be in front of the camera. And that's literally just constantly playing in the back of my head now. <laughs> I'm so happy. Yeah, to finally she see, keeps feel like- seen in my personal daily life she keeps trying to warn him and he's like listen life is fucking garbage right now so make me famous and she's like no 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 are you sure you gotta be sure and he's like bitch did 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 i I stutter i did not (laughs) make me famous make me famous make me famous (laughs) which i appreciate i love a commitment you love commitment to the bit (laughs) i really i really i know i know that about you um, I can't remember if they end up together or not. Priya and Priya and Akash. Do. Yeah. I feel like they have There's to. There's no way to know because it doesn't say, but yes, I think they do. I feel like they have to. <laughs> I think they have to. That's the only way it's like a happy yeah. ending is if she gets, you know, 
stolen away from the person she's engaged right. affianced to. I mean, if I know anything about theater, <laughs> it's that saying. engagements actually don't matter. <laughs> don't mean a thing, even if you've got yeah, that ring. It don't <laughs> mean a thing if you got that ring. <laughs> That's true. I don't know what it is in my old age that when I was young, I was like, oh, that's nice because she's she should actually be with that person. She deserves to be the person she wants. And now I'm like, you said yes. <laughs> like, he proposed to marry you. And you were like, I'm good right. with that. <laughs> Stop it. You're being a little shit. <laughs> it's like, my thing is, is that, like, I feel we need to explore the reason why you said yes to this person a little <laughs> bit more. Yeah. Before you. you jump in the sack with the first, like, impresario that comes along. <laughs> I'm just, like, mentally, like, that's really rude. Right. <laughs> that's so right. rude. Like, obviously, there like, is something, like, be like, even if it's about <laughs> his money or something like that, like, th- like give no. us that context. I need to know. <laughs> I'm still not probably going to like you for right. it, but... <laughs> Listen, if you're going to marry him for his money, then marry him secure for his money. Secure the bag. Get engaged and yes, fall in love. Secure the bag. <laughs> I don't know. I'm always just kind of like these days rolling oh my, my eyes at stealing away people from their engagements. I don't know why. Something's wrong right. with me in my brain. That's I just why. think it's funny that that is such a trope in musical theater where people are engaged and they're like, mm, yeah. it doesn't actually matter. Yeah. Uh, have you considered that your fiance fucking sucks, bro? And the person. Uh, oh, oh my hey. god. Um, yeah, he fucking does. You know what? I had been thinking that, but I didn't want to say. It, but now that you, now that said, you it, said it, I feel like I can say it. <laughs> I don't want to say it, but you said it, so now I'm saying I do. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's the plot of Bombay Dreams. It is. I didn't want to say anything, but now that you said I it, am, I am, I am going to say it. Um, I will say I'm devastated we didn't get the film adaptation of this that we were. Oh yeah, there was uh, supposed to be a film adaptation, wasn't there? Ten years Oops. ago in, tw- in 2010. <laughs> Did you hear about this? Like through yeah. the Missouri grapevine, and you were like, "Oh, I can't wait for this show to come out on no, Blu-ray and DVD." Today. <laughs> just googling today, but I'm like, man, that would have made this so much easier to understand if there had been a movie (laughs) oh no i like that no one was like we need to make a bootleg of this no one was like (laughs) yeah absolutely there was there was literally no uh need no No. uh supply no no demand demand. yeah i was like economics um It's hard. I took it's that hard class five years ago, and I'm never going back. Years ago, <laughs> never, never going, going back. back. Never going back. <laughs> We're doing a lot of references. Hey, today. it's okay. Mitch, drop those in, and good luck figuring them out. We don't have we don't have much else to work. We don't have much else to work on with today. <laughs> I know. I feel badly. I was like so excited to do this, and then I listened to the show again, and I was like, oh wait. There's no context clues. <laughs> I will say Shakalaka Baby's a Oh yeah, Shakalaka Baby is a banger. Um I I think that one um I liked Are You Sure You Wanna Be Famous just because I thought it was hilarious. And then uh, yeah, um, hilarious. the Journey Home uh yeah. were my favorites. It's fun. Chaya uh Chaya Chaya or whatever. I I mm-hmm. did like that one, um, but I was that was just yeah. that song's more of a vibe. Uh, that is how I would describe so many of yeah. these songs. It's just a this vibe. Is like, literally, like it's just vibing. You're just vibing listening yeah. to this, bro. I'm literally yeah. just vibing. 
Um, I was cooking breakfast this morning and listening to this album in the background and was like, yeah, I'm just like vibing while I'm making biscuits. (laughs) I'm not like invested in this story at all whatsoever, but I am simply vibing. vibing. And that's at at these at this point in history, that's all we can ask for is to simply vibe. (laughs) That is correct. (laughs) I just let me just vibe. Yeah. No vibes allowed. Um, yeah. So there are some fun songs. I mean, it's an hour long. Yeah. I was surprised with how fast mm-hmm. it went by. Uh, cast recording. So like, what are what else are you doing yeah. right now? Just listen to it. <laughs> um, is what I would say. Just do it. Uh, I remember it being really beautiful. If you could, uh, I would say watch Shakalaka Baby, uh, the video clip. And any other video clips you can find just because I think it's fun to to look at. Again, theaters is Yeah, it's really understandable that um, they got the set nomination or was it the set? Did they get set or costume? Uh, Choreography Choreography and costume. costume. But for Drama Desk, they got set design. It makes sense. Like when you see the set in the video that I saw, like it's very, it's like you were saying, it's the old Hollywood. It's like the grand, um, huge set. and it just looks really cool to um this was not produced by disney was it i don't think so i have it no it was produced by android weber i don't know why i have it in my head that it was disney i just remember it being like such a the thing about disney musicals i think is that they are top to bottom productions yeah 100 percent um on a scale that you don't always see, I think. It, like, harkens back to golden age of musicals, I think. But a lot of people now are doing more, um, not a minimalist set, but it's not always big numbers. Right. Like, lots of people on stage, glitter cannons, that kind of thing. Like, that's very Absolutely. Disney, I think. Um, and I remember after seeing the show, I, like, can remember having a conversation with my parents, like, oh, that was very Disney-esque, like... Yeah. It was a big production. It felt like really, it felt bigger than. The I feel stage. like that's very typical of Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber, though. A lot of his shows are like that. They are top to bottom productions. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, he wrote a musical where a chandelier hangs <laughs> over the audience and crashes onto the stage. Right. So I don't know if that's in every production, but I know that the Fox Theater in St. Louis, specifically when they uh, like had the phantom production tour yeah they refitted they like redesigned the orc the area over the orchestra pit um so that the chandelier in the story hangs over i the think audience. that i think that's how and it's done in every show yeah everywhere okay um yeah and then swings down onto the stage like that's insane incredible. yeah but like um, it's that it makes sense that this would then very, feel like a production yeah. because his shows i mean like think about like uh it, it's similar to um like Jesus Christ Superstar, like that is a, a top to bottom production. Like they literally, when yes. Jesus gets crucified, they literally b- fly him up to the rafters. Mm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> let's just put him on that crucifix and fly him right up. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> just yeet him into the sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I know it's been a short ep, but I feel like we should, where I feel like we're at man and chair. Yeah, I think we are. Uh, 
So Connor, man and chair this. Yeah, um, I did really enjoy listening to the music. Um, I like the scope of the music. I feel like it's very grand and it's very sweeping. Um, and it has the like that Broadway-esque quality that you like would expect from an Andrew Lloyd Webber show um, that also has the um, really like interesting and awesome music from the Bollywood um, like uh, genre. Yeah. Um, I just really wish that we had more context and more um, of an understanding of like what the actual plot of the show is and how the songs fit into the show. Yeah. Um, That's really about it. Uh, Mayor, man and chair. Uh, Same. I think that it is definitely worth a listen as far as if you're just working from home and you need something new to play while you're doing data entry (laughs) or whatever. Uh, I think it's worth a listen. Again, it's only an hour and it's nice to just have on in the background. Um, If you have tried Bollywood and you don't love it, then I probably wouldn't recommend it. Uh, But if you don't love Bollywood, what are you even doing with your life? Right. Um, yeah, I think it's fun. I Again, I would love to see a staging of the show more recently <laughs> uh, so that I could understand what's going on. But I think we kind of get it. He falls, you know, yeah. boy wants to be famous, falls in love, becomes famous, gets married to the girl. Right. I think. Yeah, uh, I would recommend it. It's not like my top, sure, not my absolute favorite or anything like that, but I enjoyed it when I used to listen to it. Are any of these songs going to make it on your Broadway playlist? No, I can't <laughs> say that they are. Cutting! <laughs> I know, that's really, I usually only reserve that for, you know, uh, my harshest critiques. Of course. But the key to a Broadway playlist is something you can screlt in the shower, mm. and I just can't see myself screlting Chocolaka Baby. Yeah, that's you know true. What I mean? <laughs> I get that. <laughs> I'm not, not screlting the journey home, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, tragically. Although I am screaming, I want to be famous. Of course. Um, That's unrelated (laughs) to Bombay Dreams. That is is neither here nor there, and it is definitely there. (laughs) And it is quite certainly yonder. Um, okay. Uh, Connor, any plugs? No, as usual, you can just find me all across social media, at CRLEA12. You'll find my funny writing, funny videos, whatever the fuck i am working on at the moment there um meryl how about you uh no i have nothing to plug you can find me across all platforms at meryl k you can find this podcast at bits over b way across all platforms you can email us bits over b way at gmail.com you can find us uh, wherever you get your podcasts we are on spotify soundcloud stitcher google play apple podcasts um check us out we're also on patreon and uh we have a facebook page i haven't mentioned our facebook page in a while but i haven't updated it in very long time go ahead and like it um follow us on insta yeah and also um tune in on our off weeks for our quarantine series that we're doing right it's just uh uh, like 20 15 20 minute catch-ups between meryl and i talking about specific topic of the the week we want yeah (laughs) uh yeah that's all i have all right Bye. bye what is this website did he like it dot com Please don't Google. Don't don't, don't click on that. <laughs>